Hey everybody, welcome to another edition of Bavarian Podcast Works. This is Chuck Smith and I am bringing you the preview show where we're going to take a little walk through Bayern Munich's weekend matchup against Hertha Berlin in what should be an interesting matchup for the Bavarians. Obviously, Bayern Munich is coming off of a couple impressive performances uh, last weekend beating FC Köln and during this week totally obliterating Bremer S. Va in the DFB Pokal. So let's get this started by taking a quick look at where each team is in the standings and not that it not that it really matters too much at this point. I mean we're only two games into the season. Uh, Bayern Munich is in fourth place with one win and one draw. Obviously that opening week draw against Machen Gladbach uh, cost Bayern a couple of points there, but Hertha Berlin is uh, not in good shape. Again, it's very early. They dropped their first two games of the season first in losing 3-1 to Köln and what was a really surprising result for the first week of the season. And then last week losing to Wolfsburg, which was not so surprising. Uh, Hertha Berlin is, <laughs> they, I just feel like they should be better than they are. Uh, when I look at their roster, I mean, I see some talent there. I don't see probably enough talent, I guess. And, uh, you know, they've got a couple of key injuries right now, which could make this matchup against uh, Bayern Munich uh, kind of tough. So uh, just in skimming their roster, you know, I look at someone like Nicholas Stark and I see him in just a couple of seasons ago, he was rumored to be on Bayern Munich's radar as a potential transfer candidate as a player who could not only play at center back, but also in the defensive midfield. And it seems like from that point, uh, and it was just probably two seasons ago, I believe, uh, he was under consideration for a national team selection. I believe he even got called up once or twice, but something has happened in his career. And at 26, he seems to have reached a point where uh, he's no longer making progress. And uh, I guess you could really say he's taken some steps back. And it's interesting because his contract runs through this season. So he is at just 26. He could be a player that could be intriguing uh, for a club looking at a reclamation project. It's not that he's a bad player. I think he's got a lot of talent. It just seems as though things have not clicked for him. And there are some other talented center backs on that roster, which, you know, could make his immediate future very difficult. Uh, so we'll see what happens with him. But he's just one of a few interesting players. One of the other ones uh, who I think uh, is intriguing mostly because he's got a lot of talent, but he just can't seem to put it together. And that's Christoph Piatek. Uh, obviously, uh, Robert Lewandowski's uh, international teammate. But uh, Piatek, he has, not, has just not done well since coming to Germany. And he's still a key figure for this Hertha Berlin side, but he is... Injured right now, probably not going to play. And uh, it, it's really disappointing because I think when he came in from Italy, that he I thought that he would be the type of player to be able to make an impact. He had a nose for goal, seemed like he could put himself in the right spots. But uh, unfortunately, just has not worked out for him. Uh, Hertha Berlin does have a what I would call a certified Bayern killer, and that is uh, Dodi Luka Bacchiao who everyone remembers uh, for just <laughs> giving Bayern fits over the years. And it's funny because Luca Bacchio is not necessarily a great player or anything, but he has 
uh, given Byron problems, and it seems like he is a player that they are going to really have to pay attention to if he's on the pitch. So, I mean, when I look at this matchup, I still see Byron as a, a more dominant side, a better side, uh, deeper, stronger, faster. I, I don't see a way, looking at this matchup, that Hertha Berlin could really pull one out. I, I just think when when you look at this and the line things up, uh, Bayern Munich, even though they had a midweek game, got a chance to rest players like Robert Lewandowski and Leon Goretzka and Manuel Neuer. And they, you know, and as much as I guess fans and some pundits might say that Bayern is not a deep squad, they have enough talent <laughs> that this should be a, a relatively easy victory for them. And, you know, as we saw in the middle of the week, we saw players like Eric Maxim Chupo Moting, Jamal Musiala, Quarantan Taliso, Bruna Sar, Tengai Nianzu, they all played key roles in that DFA Pokal win. And while Thomas Muller and Joshua Kimmich uh, were among the regulars that did start, uh, you know, I don't think they put too much wear and tear on themselves in that match. So I'm not super worried about Bayern having played during the week. I think this is one of those times where uh, Hertha Berlin might not know what they're walking into because Robert Lewandowski is going to be well-rested. Uh, I think that, you know, Dio Upamakano and Nicholas Sula uh, are, are really, I think, starting to work well together. They're, and Hertha Berlin is going to run into them. You're going to have arrested Alfonso Davies, uh, arrested Josip Stanisic. Uh, it, it could be ugly. And it's not that I think Hertha Berlin is a bad squad. I just think they're hitting Bayern Munich at the wrong time. So when I look at the game and I have to, you know, put together a prediction for it, I'm looking at a couple of factors. And obviously, like I just talked about, how fresh some of the Bayern Munich players are going to be and just how hungry they're going to be. I, I, I look at it and I see this is a game where Robert Lewandowski goes for two or three goals and uh, Byron wins relatively easily. So, um, you know, I would say uh, just based on what we know and who has played during the week and what we'll see, uh, I'll take a run at guessing in the lineup here, but it's it's impossible with Julian Nagelsmann because, one, you don't know if he's going to run a back three or a back four, and that's just the way it goes. Last week, you know, the club released the – lineup sheet and it was a back four but in reality it was a back three in the middle of the week it was a true back four so we'll see I'm going to just hedge my bet here I'm going to say it's going to be a back four again we'll go with Sula and Upamakano in the middle of the defense in front of Manuel Neuer who I think will be healthy enough to play but if he's not we'll see Sven Ulreich uh, on the outside flanks of the defense I think we'll see Alfonso Davies and Josip Stanisic uh, in front of them, I think we will see Joshua Kimmich and Leon Goretzka. At wing, I think that Nagelsmann is really going to try and get Leroy Sané going. I think they're going to keep him on the left side, uh, and they're going to do away with the inverted winger philosophy that Bayern has become known for. Uh, they're going to try and maximize everything they can from Sané, and if, if he needs to play on the left side, and if that's his most comfortable spot, it seems like Nagelsmann is going to make that move, and we'll see how that affects things because, uh, it, you know, taking away the ability to cut into his strong foot 
is probably going to push Sané out a little wider. And we'll see how that affects Alfonso Davies as he really likes to charge up the field. So I'm anticipating a bit of a traffic jam there on the left side. Uh, those are two very talented players, but we'll see if they have any chemistry in working together. Over on the right wing, I think we'll see Serge Gnabry, uh, Kingsley Coman not, re not yet ready to go. And as good as Jamal Musiala was in the middle of the week, it just seems like uh, Serge Gnabry is going to get the call there. And it just also seems like Sané is not going to leave the lineup. In the middle, it could be interesting uh, at the attacking midfield spot. Uh, the natural inclination is to go with Thomas Muller. Uh, because he starts every game just about. But Musiala was so good, it would be interesting to see if Nagelsmann decided to rest Muller, just get his old, well, I don't want to say old, he's a lot younger than I am, but aging legs, uh, some extra rest. I don't, that's a possibility. I'll still go with Muller, but it wouldn't shock me to see Musiala get that call. And of course, we are going to see Robert Lewandowski at the top of that formation because he is about due for a hat trick. So uh, let's take a gander here at putting together a score because I feel very strongly that Bayern Munich is going to win this game. I feel very strongly that they're going to have a, a good defensive effort and I think they're going to dominate the ball. So this could really get ugly. I am going to say Bayern Munich wins this match 3-0 and it won't be as close <laughs> as that score indicates. So I think it could be as bad as 4 or 5, but I'll just say that Bayern will airmail a couple shots, miss some easy ones, and it will end up being a 3-0 game. But, you know, this is this will be interesting. This is a game that Bayern should win, and I'm intrigued to see if they handle it that way or if they have a little bit of a letdown. Uh, there could be some distractions based on the just the sheer volume of games that they ha they've had of late, including the midweek contest. So, you know, we can keep an eye on that, and we can keep an eye on what kind of uh, rotation Nagelsmann uses, if any, and what subs he uses, because as we near the end of the transfer window, some of these players need to be on the field to showcase themselves. Uh, some of them got that opportunity on Wednesday against Bremer Esva in the day of Bay Pokal, but it'll be interesting to see if, if Nagelsmann is able to work them in at any point this weekend. So that's about it for the preview show. Appreciate you listening. You know, be sure to stay tuned to Bavarian Podcast Works for all your up-to-date coverage on Bayern Munich in Germany. You can follow us on Twitter at BavarianFBWorks, at Jefferson Fenner, at The Barrel Blog, that's me, uh, at Tommy Adams, and at BFWINNN. I guess. Yeah, he confuses me with that. I wish he would just use his name. His name is, Le is it Leon? No, I'm just kidding. I wouldn't give his name <laughs> anyway, but yeah, give him a follow as well. And, uh, you know, keep reading our site. You will get all the great match coverage from this one. And we will see you next time.